Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to Family in the Fray with me, Heather Holiday Holton, a targeted parent of three kids and adult survivor of parental alienation. This podcast is for you if you forgot who you are in the wreckage of alienation and want to reconnect with your authentic self. If you want to rebuild a vibrant life, regardless of being in relationship with your child or not. And if you want to hold space for restoring relationship with your child in a way that doesn't deplete or torture you. With some mindset shifts and practice, you can have a life that includes pleasure, ease, rest, and joy, even while you are mildly, partially, or fully alienated. My goal is for you to listen and feel supported while I give you tips, tools, and hacks to shift your day-to-day experience of being a targeted parent in order for you to feel more empowered and improve your life. The thoughts and perspectives I share are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I am open to doing better and I welcome your feedback. As always, take what feels good and leave the rest. With that said, I am so excited you are here and let's dive into today's topic. Here we go. Hello everyone. Thank you for being here. I'm joining you with my herbal tea and ready to dive into the topic of the bright, shiny human theory. What's the bright, shiny human theory, you may ask? Let me tell you. I subscribe to this, and it's the thought that when you are a bright, shiny, healthy, fully expressed, authentic, heart-driven human, that looks good. It feels good. And when you, I'm sure you know people, you see people in your life and you you know that. You're like, oh my gosh, look at them humaning. They're doing such a good job. They're saying the things. They're doing the things. They are so themselves. Maybe you have people that you follow on Instagram or TikTok, and they're just so authentically themselves in like cute, weird, quirky ways that you just can't look away. You're just mesmerized by like, they are so themselves and they're happy and they're healthy and they're vibrant and magnetic. And that's the bright, shiny human, right? I I hope you have examples of this in your life. I hope you know what I'm talking about. And what I mean by the bright, shiny human theory is that when You can be the biggest, brightest, fullest version of yourself. It looks good on you, right? And what we want 
is to present ourselves and to live for ourselves in this way. What it does is it means that we have a good life experience. We, you know, have fun. We are healthy. We are high vibe. And what does this mean for our kids? It means a number of things. One, that we are not relying on them, even through alienation, to provide us joy, to provide us meaning, to provide our lives with rich, full experiences, right? Of course, we want them in our life. Yes, of course. But as a targeted parent, trying to close the gap and be closer to our kids, if our kids have this sense and feeling that, man, I need to go and be involved with my mom's life because all of her joy is wrapped up in me. She doesn't have fun. She's not a healthy human unless I'm involved with her life. That's a lot of pressure for a kiddo, whether they're 6, 16, or 26. You know, no one wants to feel like the weight of another person on their shoulders. And our kids are really ill-equipped to deal with this. Their brains are not fully developed. So when you are living your life in a bright, shiny human way, it frees our children up from thinking that they can provide that to us because really they can't. They can be a part of it, but they can't make that happen for us. And it's really, really attractive to our children. Well, it's attractive to everyone in the world when you're being a bright, shiny, healthy, happy human. And our kids are watching, even if you're blocked, even if you're, um, you know, not able to see each other's social media. I guarantee you there are times when your kids are curious and they will unblock your profile, lurk, creep, see what they want to see, and then they reblock. This happens. I hear about it all the time. So yeah, you may be blocked, but there's probably periods of time on the social media accounts where they unblock you and they go and they look. And how awesome is it for them to see like, oh, wow, my parent is doing fun things, kicking butt at their work. They are taking vacations, having fun, and enjoying themselves. And wow, I didn't realize my parent was doing that over here. I'm with this parent. And we're kind of doing the same thing day in, day out. Maybe this parent isn't being very attentive, um, caring, Sometimes teenagers are teenagers and they're rebelling against the parent that they're with. And that might work in your favor for them to bounce off of one parent back towards you. And this gets a lot easier when you're being a bright, shiny, radiant, authentic human. That is just magnetizing to everyone, but most especially to our own kids. 
The other thing it does is it gives our children who are alienated partially, fully, maybe just emotionally alienated, it gives our kids a real compare and contrast between the two parenting parenting styles and also, you know, if the toxic parent is being toxic in their relationship with you as the targeted parent, they're probably being toxic in other relationships as well. And those other relationships are also suffering. And it's hard to be a bright, shiny human when you're toxic. It's hard to be a bright, shiny human when your relationships are not intact, they're not thriving, and they're, you know, bogged down with dysfunction. Being a toxic person is not a really winning strategy as you go through life. And the older our kiddos get, the easier it is for them to see this. That compare and contrast gets gets to be undeniable, especially over time. Because when you're first being a bright, shiny human, you know, if your kiddo looks over, they're like, oh, maybe that's just this week or this month. That parent has a history of roller coastering, right? And we all roller coaster through life. They have some peaks and valleys and highs and lows. But over time, when you show look, I'm kicking butt in my career, I'm vacationing and traveling and doing fun experiences, doing the hobbies that I enjoy, um, you know, hanging out with my, my pets, hanging out with my other children, your siblings, um, just moving through life in that way. It's undeniable and you add that up over time and your life is going to be funner, more rich with experiences, more supportive with your relationships. It's going to just be fuller in a really delicious way. And what we know about the toxic parent is you know, they do the same thing over and over again and again. This pathological parenting uh, repeats in various facets of their life. And dysfunction, negativity, lies, manipulation, interference, gaslighting, reactive abuse. Um, those are not winning strategies for life. They're just not. And I really believe it is like up to us as healthy parents to make that contrast from one household to the other, from one parenting side of the fence to the other parenting side of the fence. The more stark we can make that comparison, the easier that decision is for our kiddos to reach out to us, to be in our lives. Make that 
decision super easy for your child, especially when they know like, gosh, if I reach out to my parents, they're likely to, they're, they're in a healthy, happy place. They're going to receive me warmly with welcomeness, gladness. There's not going to be a bunch of hurdles for, um, you know, the barriers of getting back into relationship can be like big, huge apologies, long drawn out um, rehashing of events of the past. And there's time for all of that. But when you're leading with those notes of, I've got to get this discourse settled straight. I've got to, um, you know, break these things down and set my kiddo right on what actually happened. If that's the notes you're leading with, that makes it hard to get back into relationship. Our kiddos don't want to be kind of hit over the head with how they chose wrong, how their thinking was flawed, how, you know, that comes later. We don't want to lead with that step. We want to lead with the step of, I'm here, having a good life, I'm healthy, I welcome you, I'm ready to receive you whenever you're ready to have and be a part of this. And I have seen it in a number of my clients. The moment that they take that vacation, the moment that they set aside time and prioritize self-care and therapy and um, doing hobbies, that they post these things on social media and, you know, that inner light of who they are as a parent kind of dials up. And the kiddo is like, oh, yeah, that's the, the parent I remember. And you're striking a chord in their heart that is resonant from their childhood. That's undeniable, right? So I often liken it to, you know, when I was in the height of my alienation with my kids, the show um, Game of Thrones was real popular. And there's a part in one of the seasons where, you know, the point being of light a candle in the highest tower, and that will be a signal that we're, you're ready for us to come rescue you. And that imagery I think is so powerful for us and offers a lot of wisdom here. So let me tell, break it down. If we're being a bright, shiny human, and then we position ourselves on the highest perch so that it's easy to see, it can be seen from afar and a distance, then We are just shining, shining bright. Why do we shine? Because one, we want our kids back. But two, isn't it just awesome to have a bright, shiny human existence? If you want to have a good life, have a good life. And let the kiddos be drawn to it. I think I kind of moved away from my analogy. Okay, focus, focus, Heather. So... Being a bright, shiny human is like a candle in the perch of the highest tower, shining brightly, just ready as a beacon, 
calling our kids to be drawn back into relationship with us. And if we're always bright, we're always shining, and we're easily to be seen and found, and we're attractive, and we're healthy, and and happy, and high vibe, and living a good life, that will draw our kids, at least their curiosity, though our social will probably be harder for them to block, be harder for them to look away. Maybe they'll start getting curious. Maybe they'll lurk on our pages a little bit more, a little bit longer. And it starts opening up possibilities. By contrast, what we don't want to be is a bonfire blazing in their face, right? Where there's it's scorching their skin, blistering their feet, um, singeing your eyebrows, right? Like if we're so hot and we're so heavy and we're so big and we're right in their face, what, what do you want to do from the bonfire? You want to back up. Maybe you want to turn your back to it. So you're like, oh man, that, that's a bit much. You want to um, get out of the smoke, you know? So with the bright, shiny human theory, one, you benefit because you are going to have a better, better experience of this life by doing the things that make you happy by putting yourself in joy, by being an authentic, fully expressed human. You're going to have a funner time on earth doing that. Some of the fringe benefits are that you're going to magnetize people to you. And some of those people could be your own children. Yeah, that's what we want. So when I talk about the bright, shiny human theory, that's what I'm talking about. How can we be the brightest version of ourselves and then perch ourselves in a visible situation so that we can be seen. This is not to be confused with, um, I'm over here on Facebook, living my best life, taking all the best pictures, and I don't need you children. It's not that vibe. I just want to be clear. It's not, you know, it is, Definitely bright, shiny human with a welcome invitation vibe. Not a take that, stuff that. If you were in my life, you could be doing this, but nah, 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 nah. You're over there with the other parent, so I'm being my fabulous self without you. That is definitely not the note that we're trying to hit. So, There's a little bit of nuance in this. There's a little bit of play. And if you need a little help dialing in your bright, shiny human, if you need a little help figuring out where's my perch, where's my good visibility perch that's going to get this done, look into the show notes, join our Facebook support group. Um, 
there, I'm also going to provide another link there. What's the other link I'm providing? Oh, yes. For our holiday checkoff list, we're getting prepared for the holidays. Um, yesterday's session was about things to prepare for the first week as we move towards Christmas time, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, um, how to be prepared as a parent that you're not having your children this time of the year. So if that strikes a chord with you, you're also going to find in the show notes more information about the holiday preparation checklist. And I want to say thank you everyone for listening in and thank you for um, downloading the podcast already here on day five. We've had over 50 downloads. I'm so excited. I'm honored. And I just want to say thank you once again. And I'm going to keep them coming. Have a good day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Family in the Fray and spending your precious time with me. Hopefully you're taking away new insights and tools to make your journey less painful. If you find this valuable, feel free to share this podcast with other targeted parents, step-parents, and grandparents, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review and rating. Plus, let's get the word out so every targeted parent who needs this can find it. From experience, I know being a targeted parent is hard, and you probably need tons of quality support. I am so thankful to be here for you. For more information on working with me, refer to the show notes. As always, take care until next time and wishing you ease.